You're listening to the Bored to Death Bingecast, talking TV shows and movies in easily digestible chunks. Hello again, ladies and gentlemen, and other assorted gender assignations. Welcome back to the Bored to Death Bingecast. I am Jay, being joined by Sam. I love when you start as I have an ice cream ball in my mouth. You're like, <laughs> That's great. This is Zeke. Yeah, and we are back to continue our weekly series on The Falcon and the Winter Soldier on Disney+. Plus. The Peanut Gallery will be uh, joining us later. May not have anything to add, but uh, so... It's kind of funny. My name's The Peanut Gallery, but she never adds anything. Sometimes. Sometimes she does. When it does, it's literally The Peanut Gallery. It's true. Um, So... This is like, from what I read online, the series is actually taking place like some six months or so after the blip. So, okay, uh, that gives us a little bit of a time timeline on is all this. Before homecoming, homecoming was not homecoming. Home, far from home. Far from home was like several months later. I think it was like towards the end of the school the school year because at the end of Endgame we saw them going back to school, kind of thing. Um. And so Falcon is doing like contract work for the Air Force, mostly just the same sort of stuff he'd been doing for the military before he left before Civil War. Just they, must have, they must have kept the story between him and Ant Man secretly. <laughs> uh, maybe. <clears throat> I mean, you know that Sam Wilson reported that all to uh, the rest of the Avengers because, you know, it was still a breach of the of the Avengers compound uh, because they clearly knew who he was and everything. But um, at any rate, he, although he'd been essentially bequeathed Cap's shield and more or less told to take up the mantle of Captain America, he was like, no, those are two. Those are shoes that are way too big for me to fill. So I'm gonna just uh, donate this to the Smithsonian so they can put it in Cap's uh, exhibit. And then the Department of Defense is just sort of like, yeah, about that. We're just gonna take that shield he was, back. He, uh, he's why like, why do you remind me of that face? <laughs> Hashtag so not my cap, not my face, <laughs> not, not, not my face, <laughs> not the face, not the face. Yeah, Captain Square Jaws just not sitting well no, with anybody here. Captain Up, <laughs> Captain Up. Yeah, What's, what was the old man's name? Yeah, what was his name? <laughs> God dang that's it! That's why I keep thinking Captain Up because seriously, he looks like the old guy. That's from... what's up, Captain. Yeah, what's up, Captain? What's up, Captain? On, on your, on your top. Uh, what? Eyes up. <laughs> I, yes, eyes up. Carl Fredrickson. <laughs> that Carl. was the that was the old man's name. Captain Carl. <laughs> Captain Carl. Yeah. <laughs> Captain Carl. Captain Crunch. Yeah, that you would get at like uh, Walmart or something. Not even Walmart. It would be like some some, lo- some local chain. Yeah. Yeah, some Kroger. There you go. Not that we're saying that Kroger is like a small local brand no. chain, but you get what we're saying. Aldi, Lidl, Tesco. No, wait, that's still more UK than anything. Is Tesco a gas station? It's not like a gas station. That's, that's where Brett that's, used to work. Uh, yeah, te- yeah, that's right. Tesco is more of a gas station than anything. It was kind of like a But I think they have like a convenience they're store owned, thing. I think they're owned by Walmart. A subsidiary. Walmart owns... Way more than we realize. Anyway, <coughs> anyway um, so but while that's all going on with uh, and as all that is going on, we also have 
Sam Wilson's sister is on the verge of losing their house, and uh, so she wants to sell sell their parents' old fishing boat to help pay off the debts that they've gotten. And we walked straight into institutionalized racism, essentially, because they were like, "Yeah, we can't give you the give you the loan that you're looking for. Sorry." And yeah, very uncomfortable moment with uh, Mr. Selfie at the, at the bank. Not just one selfie. He had enough for two. He selfies. got the one. He got the one, and then he asked for a second one after he rejected them. <laughs> and it was yeah, just like, what did, did you, one, what did you think was going to happen? Can I see you with your depressed soul hanging out just a little bit? Speaking of depressed souls, let's talk about Bucky. <laughs> no, that's not depressed. That's a personal hell. He's putting himself through a personal hell. That's why I said personal hell. And you can tell he's depressed about it. Because he's, you know, reli- he's having dreams where he's reliving his memories of the of the things that he did as the Winter Soldier. And he's, yeah, he's trying to make amends, but it's not easy. And the trauma button keeps getting hit on him all the time. Like, he wants to, he wants to... Sounds uh, like uh, Zeke over there hit the trauma button. <laughs> it was a bomb! Yeah, he wants to, like, uh, uh, inform this neighbor of his about... You know how his son died. I was like, "Yeah, it was my fault," but he's just sort of like, "I'm friends with this guy. It's gonna ru- ruin our relationship if you I just tell him." Set me out on a date with a date kept hitting the fucking nerve without even realizing she was doing his it. Son, his son, his son. It's, it's just... nice that he, he has someone around because he hasn't been the same since his son, yeah. where he died, and nobody knows why. Yeah, and senseless killing. Senseless killing. Um... So and he's like, yeah, I, I've got to take this and go. What? Yeah, uh, yeah I, 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 he's literally just like, I gotta go. I have to go. I have to go water my cat or something. I would love to make that excuse now. Now, after date, I gotta go water my cat. What? I have a friend's cat. I gotta go water. Bye. I have to go iron my cat. <laughs> I'm sure there probably is, is one. one. I mean, you have Spider Pig. Why wouldn't there be Iron Cat somewhere? Spider Ham. Yeah, that's that, what he said. <laughs> spider Ham, not Spider Pig. I'm conf- I'm confusing Spider Ham with, uh, well, with the Simpsons the, joke from the movie. I'm like, what are we, DC? I was like, oh, wait, never mind. <laughs> if it was DC, everyone would have a pet equivalent. Yeah. Crypto... <laughs> And those Ace, were actually Ace the Bat Dog. <laughs> and those were actually canon. Yeah, I know. Spider Ham and all of them are in a self-contained universe of all other superpowered, in a animals. sense, animals. I am mouse. Um, but so yeah, we're and in the background of all this, there's a new like terrorist organization uh, rising to power called the Flag Smashers that basically want to. Do away with all nationalism and get rid of all borders and everything. But they're willing to use force to do it. And they're using like AR tags on buildings to set up where their flash mobs are gonna are go- going to meet up for whatever. And they have super powered individuals in at their organization. One. At least at least one. Yeah, the main flag smasher we saw in episode one uh, was able to land just flat on his feet after jumping out of a second story uh, window without having to bend his knees or do the superhero landing. And he super kicked the guy into a light pole. I want to know if he has the same powers as the first guy from 
Agents of Shield. The first guy. So they during the first episode they were ch- they were chasing a, a gentleman who had superpowers out of fire who saved people, and like he just did the exact same thing. He just jumped down and landed. Well, I think if he had like fire powers like Scorcher, I think you're talking about Scorch. No, no? this was a it was like one of the like one or two ep- uh, guys that kind of showed off and explained, hey, people have powers are heal. I don't. It's been a while since I've seen first season of Agents of Shield, so I couldn't I couldn't say for certain. Oh, uh, sorry. Sam sort of distracted me because he was pointing out like the cat, cat tail. That uh, our cat is uh, the the binge cat is uh, no, it's it's an outside. Oh, cat. an outside cat is it's in, up on is the, in the Okay, what? Uh, so we're getting the yeah. You know, we'll just sort of wrap this up r- right here. Um, you ran off to the other side. Anyway, uh, let's wrap it up and get yeah, into the show. <laughs> we'll, we'll wrap it up and get into the show. Chris isn't here, obviously. Uh, he's got work. We'll have him in on a future episode so we can get his thoughts on episodes that he has missed. But so that wraps up this intro and we will see you after the binge. While the binge is happening, thanks for listening to our podcast. Please give us a like and subscribe and spread the word. You can reach us on social media on Facebook or Twitter at BTD underscore bingecast. The Board to Death Clan is part of the CKCC radio podcast family, including J Bunny's Music Hub, The Race Nerd Podcast, Real Paranormal Talk, Ranking Tracks, Motivational Moves, Girls Who Like, and The Nerd Table. Please consider supporting CKCC Radio on Patreon. And now, the binge is done, so let's get to the discussion. And we're back. So, Aunt Cap is back. Hashtag not my cap. Not the face! Captain Carl. <laughs> yeah, they. so we did get confirmation this episode that that is John Walker. Um, they introduced a couple of other characters from Marvel Comics into, into here, or at least hinted at them. Um, we got confirmation that the leader of the Flag Smashers is uh, Carly Mor- Morgenthau, um, who in the comics was a guy, but here's a is a woman and yeah she is she has been given uh a a super soldier serum or something and so have many other people in in the flag smashers because there's a fight scene on top of a couple of uh semi trucks and yeah they all have basically have super strength vibranium beats everything except it didn't it didn't break under the pressure no, but it didn't help them win the fight. It didn't. I didn't say he run. I said beats. He couldn't break it. They could not break his arm. Yeah, this is true. They tried. Uh, they tried. Um, and we also were introduced to Lamar uh, Hoskins, uh, who you know is Battlestar in the comics. They apparently that is his call sign here in the, here in uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier as well. But uh, the second he introduced himself and dropped his call sign, it's just like, Bucky was immediately like, ah, God, stop the car. Like, <laughs> I, I don't like that. Like, yeah. I want out. Um, Bucky was also like, I didn't get a name. Yeah. Uh, and they were hitting on the racial tension stuff pretty hard. And God damn it, Zeke. 
Zeke Zeke is uh, Zeke is having the Taco Bell or whatever going uh, through rip roaring over there. Yeah, hey, this episode so. was such a, a blast. I this one help, but this one was a real ripper. Stop it! Stop it! Both my, of you, my stop ass it! Wanted to join the conversation. Your ass is not a part of this conversation. Why are we talking about your ass? <laughs> we wanted to ask you a question. No, stop it. Um, but yeah, Bucky, you know, hits on hits Falcon hard about the whole. You know, you gave up the shield. Why did you do that? Sort of, uh, and is real pissed off at him over it, and essentially tags along for. Falcon's mission to f- uh, track down the flag smashers, which leads to their to their fight atop the trucks, and then just as it seems like they're about to get they're about to get killed, here comes uh, John Walker to the rescue. <clears throat> along this show's with... very action packed. Oh yeah, I'm I'm liking it. I'm loving it. Um, no, but. Uh, all four of them essentially get, end up getting knocked off of the trucks, which are loaded up with supplies, including apparently uh, COVID vaccine, because there were a bunch of like uh, like freezing freezer containers that were labeled "keep frozen" and then "vaccination transport." <laughs> so apparently, COVID is still a thing in the MCU. Yeah, it's okay. It's the next. It's the next virus that they have to fight. Next thing you know, we find, we find out some Hydra who made actual COVID. I wouldn't be surprised, actually. Um, some uh, Hydra scientist deciding to do it. Uh, and, you know, Walker and Hoskins pick them up in a essentially a Jeep and try to convince them to work together. But fortunately, Walker and Hoskins keep hitting the wrong buttons for uh, Bucky and Falcon, and they both end up being like, that's it, we're out of here. Stop the car. And they just walk the rest of the way but when uh they're on their way back to back stateside falcon and bucky start talking about the super soldiers thing and it's like we got to figure out how how there's more of them you know and that's when bucky's like there's somebody you need to meet so they go to baltimore where they meet this guy named isaiah uh, bradley isaiah bradley who uh, the Winter Soldier fought back in the Korean War. Yeah. And it turns out that Isaiah has is a super soldier because he gets pissed off uh, during the conversation, grabs like some like tuna like like tin can or something, chucks it at the wall and it embeds in it. And Falcon's basically uh, shocked to find out that there were. Uh, that there was a black super soldier decades ago and nobody told him, nobody told Cap. And as Bucky explains, it's like, this guy has already been through enough because after Isaiah got back from the got back from the war, they basically kept him in a lab for 30 years. Well, prison, uh, technically, but they were doing all sorts of tests and s- stuff on him. And you have something there? Oh, no, I was, at first, when I first saw him, I'm like, that name sounds very familiar. I thought it might have been Patriot, which was a super, super secret soldier that they had Mm. that not many people knew about, which was Patriot, which is not Isaiah Bradley. Isaiah Bradley is a more current character Hmm. that, uh... What's the, his character? 
he took up the mantle of Captain America. Oh. He was literally the in the article I'm reading, the first black Captain America. Well, there you go. <laughs> um, but that sort of opens up a whole new can of worms if uh, super soldiers have been a thing a lot longer than, uh, than we think, and it's never been just Cap and sort of Bucky. Um, but the... The argument that they have in the street after leaving uh, Isaiah's house leads to the cops showing up and starting to try to de-escalate the situation, but specifically addressing <laughs> addressing Falcon about it. Do you not know who this guy is? Well, no, yeah, you know, it's like just show me your ID. He's like, I don't have my, I don't, you know, he's, you know, it's like I don't need to show you my damn ID. And then finally, one of the other cops, basically, you know, just sort of leans over and talks to him. The guy's like, "Oh my god, I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't realize. I didn't recognize. I didn't recognize. <laughs> yeah. He's I like, oh shit. Um. Mm. Yeah. He's like, I didn't recognize you without your goggles. <laughs> um. And but Bucky ends up getting arrested because he missed his his court mandated therapy session, which so like, leads to the awkward. <laughs> so you're going in the cop car. Uh-oh. Yeah. Well, I mean, there was that. The the irony of a situation where a black dude and a white dude are having a rather heated argument in an urban uh, neighborhood, and then the white guy ends up uh, I arrested. just thought it was hilarious <laughs> that the cops were just like, there. Well, I think yeah. it's because the house they were going to, someone might have called on them. Maybe. Or they're like... Shit, there's a white guy in the neighborhood. Something's going down. <laughs> well, no, there were there were some white folks in that neighborhood too. I didn't see any. I saw I saw a few, but it's very clearly like a poorer neighborhood. But at any rate, they were also just a lot nicer. So yeah, that would be another case, probably. Um, but then after you know, uh, John Walker pulls some strings and gets uh, Bucky released from uh, jail, but then. His uh, therapist shows up, pulls both of them into a joint <laughs> joint session, couple session. <laughs> couples therapy, <laughs> and they it was it was funny and awkward and yeah, it's just they Bucky finally ex- uh, explains as part of the whole thing why he he so he gets so aggravated with uh, Falcon and that's because he gave up the shield. Yeah, yeah, and he he explained it's just sort of like, you know, Cap believed in you, and if you gave it up, then that means that the Cap was wrong about you, and if he was wrong about you, then maybe he was wrong about me, like wrong about me being able to change, mm-hmm. of, of his programming and everything, so it makes him doubt himself as well. I mean, it was a breakthrough, but uh, both of them were just sort of like, you know what, we have more important things to deal with than this right here, so. Uh, we're going to go deal with that, and then we'll just take a nice, long, separate vacations and never see each other again. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But we find out also that Carly, the Flag Smasher, the stuff that they were stealing, they stole from the Power Broker. And the Power Broker is... You know, I've heard of him... Remember hearing about him in in connection with some one shot comic I read way back in the day, but um, they, the power broker, basically, they use a lot of like drugs and other uh, processes to 
on to augment the strength of people and give and essentially unlock their powers, but usually by incurring like a debt and whatnot. Of course, because that's always how it goes with these sorts of sorts of people. Um, but you know, and so, so the flag smashers had stolen all of this stuff from the power broker, and as they're getting ready to slip away somewhere in Eastern Europe on onto a plane, one of them suddenly gets a gets a, an alert on their phone. It's just sort of like, oh shit, they're they're coming. The power broker's men, and so one of them stays behind to uh, stall them and essentially sacrifice himself so the rest of them, including Carly, can get away. Um. I feel we're about we're we're getting in for a lot of action each episode. Oh yeah, I'm getting I'm getting that same that same vibe. And but at the end of all this, uh, when after the couples therapy session with Falcon and and uh, Bucky, they talk with uh, Walker and Hoskins. You know, and they're just sort of like we work. We're going to stand a better chance if we work together. And but they basically neither side really has any leads to go on. And uh, when they when like, like when Falcon and Bucky basically point out, it's like you guys have rules of engagement that you have to follow. We were, we're freelance. We're, yeah, we're freelance. We we don't have those same restrictions. <laughs> They're like, all right, don't get in our way. I'm like, yeah. whoa, hey, yeah, Walker, son, Walker, who had been very much like the smiling, you know, I'm image of like a image of like Captain America, the propaganda guy you know from back in the world war ii to suddenly like all right stay out of my way <laughs> i'm like wow nice heel turn yeah <laughs> i don't know that i would necessarily call no, it he heel was, turn he was good guy good guy good guy good guy don't get in my way then no he's being a very very representative of america there you do things my way or you stay the fuck out of my way <laughs> um but so with no other leads, Bucky and Falcon are just sort of like, "Well, what are we gonna What are we gonna do?" Uh, and Fal- and Bucky points out that when Isaiah talks had mentioned like uh, Bucky's people, he'd been talking about Hydra because Hydra had considered Isaiah one of the uh, gr- one of the greatest threats to their or- their organization back then. And there's only one person that they know of that knows all of Hydra's secrets. Zemo. Mm-hmm. And the only one that's alive. Yeah, the only, like, bad guy from most of these, uh, from most of the Marvel movies that has survived. <laughs> and the last image, uh, last sequence of the show we got was just sort of, like, establishing shots of the prison of, facility um, where, uh, Xavier and Magneto having a his chest. Oh, wait, hold yeah, on. I saw that. I got some vibes off of that too. I'm wondering about the guy who was on the phone. There's got to be a reason why he's a close up on his face. Um, I don't know. I didn't recognize him off the top of my head, but he's clearly just somebody that works for the power broker. But yeah, we saw. Um, what was it Jeremy Brule, uh, the uh, guy who played Zemo? We got a, we, we got a glimpse of him at the tail end of the episode, but you know, I from what I've from what I'd heard because again I still haven't actually seen any of the trailers and I'm not planning to necessarily. Uh, uh, we said that same thing, and then Saturday or or that same night, um, playing some YouTube videos, Falcon Winter Soldier trailer every YouTube break. <laughs> I'm like really, so I just I literally turn away. Okay, well. 
from what I understand, Zemo is <clears throat> supposed to play a pretty significant role in the in the in the show. So that might be what Chris was saying was the uh, one of the villains or something. Yeah. Um, so yeah, the the flag smashers do seem to be trying, you know, genu- <clears throat> genuinely have like uh, good intentions, although they're going about doing they're going about it uh, through with through violent means and by stealing things from very bad people. Yeah. Um, well, to the guy that gave them a safe house, yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure everywhere they've been, the brokers killed them. I would not be surprised at all. Yeah, um, yeah. Zeke's referring to the to the operative in the in the Serenity movie, uh, the Firefly movie. Um, but so yeah, they're they're still uh, keeping things keeping th- things going here. Uh, it's a six episode s- series, so it's not going to be uh, super long. It's not going to be super long, but they are longer episodes than Wandavision's were. So I feel like we're still getting our money's worth. Oh yeah, uh, and we may be actually uh, doing a Black Widow viewing. Yeah, we uh, may actually take advantage of. Or spend the money to uh, on Disney, Disney Plus, Plus premium, premium to get uh, to That's get Black Widow. Mouthful. Yeah, uh, Disney Plus Plus, if you will, and, and a fistful of cash. But with as many people as we have here watching it all at once, exactly. Two of us going to the theaters alone, ticket wise, would be more than thirty bucks. Exactly. So. So yeah, that's. I can't complain. That's why I spent what forty dollars in Willy's Wonderland. Yeah. Well, that was oh, well. That was well worth it. <laughs> that was viewed how many times? Three, Three. four. Three. Yeah. One, two. So just the three times. It mm-hmm. was no extra one. Uh, I watched it twice. Remember, I did my solo solo cast for it, and then then we did the one with Rogue. Yeah, that was the one I counted. Okay. But yeah, so it's. Uh, he got you good enough. Interesting, though, interesting series. Uh, curious to see where this is all going to lead. Oh yeah. Probably sure it's gonna be like uh it's gonna be oh kinda cool to watch. But then you sit there at the end of it going, So what did I take out of this? Well, yay know, action, yeah kinda yeah, was it, it's like, What was the takeaway? The yeah. funny thing is this is coming from me. It's sitting there going, Okay, there's a lot of action, not a lot of brain power yeah. going on. So I'm hoping that they went okay, here's one division. Lots of brain, lots of teasers. Making your brain twist itself in knots trying to figure out what's going on. Okay, so we did that. Okay, now we're going to try... This is a little bit of each, though. So far, it's a little bit of each because we're trying to... First, we're trying to figure out the Flag Smashers. Now we know a little bit... Like, they're giving us more information each episode rather than something a little bit here and then three episodes later because it's such a shorter series. It's shorter episodes, yeah. But my thing is, like, I'm hoping that when they... You to Loki is going to be the white combination. This is a pretty decent combination. Yeah, it's yeah they're it's leaning they're leaning like more into the, they're, they're leaning more into the action, but and their feelings is what they're hitting for mm-hmm. with the uh, racial tension and the um, PTSD. Yeah, they're hitting. So that's they're, what they're hitting. They're, I right like now. and that's one of the great things I'm I like about the Disney Plus shows is that they are able to address some of these themes that they couldn't really fit into a two hour movie. So, um, yeah, uh, definitely still enjoying Falcon and Winter Soldier. Looking forward to seeing how Zemo is going to 
mess with Bucky's head. Oh, we all know it's going to be an episode where Bucky goes back to being evil because he says one wrong word. Yep. And Bucky now. Because that's the thing. Zemo knows uh, Bucky's trigger phrases. Um, but yeah, so for. I think that'll about wrap it up unless Sounds anybody has any uh, last observations or questions. <sighs> Zeke is over there just still farting up a storm. So you asked him what questions he had to ask your question. No, he didn't. I, I heard no question there. He added nothing to the conversation except a no foul substance. smell. <laughs> there was something. It's kind of chewy over here. I, I did not need to know that. Okay, we're, we're, we're finished now. For, for Sam and Zeke, I'm Jay, and we will see you next week. Maybe. Hopefully. Thanks for listening to the Board to Death Bingecast. Be sure to check out our library of past podcasts via CKCC Radio or via our YouTube channel, and give us a like and subscribe. We'll see you after our next binge.